Hello, everyone. This is Matt O'Grady. This is the Matt O'Grady Coaching Podcast, and you can find out more at mattogradycoaching.com. Just wanted to give a quick intro to this podcast because I recorded this a couple of years ago, but it feels really apropos right now. It's essentially based on the philosophy that Abraham teaches from Jerry and Esther Hicks, um, how to make the best of a situation. And I just know that with the situation we're all in right now, this has become more important than ever before. How during a global pandemic do we make the best of it? And as I re-listen to this, I, I think it's still very appropriate because no matter what's going on, no matter how terrible this has gotten, there's always a way to make the best of it. There are these moments, there are these specific situations, specific relationships where we can make the best of this situation, but it's up to us to do so. So do me a favor, listen to this podcast I recorded a couple years ago. And send me your feedback. I would love to hear from you on this because I really believe it's true. There's always a way to make the best of a situation, but we have to have that mindset. We have to have that inspiration and we have to focus enough and follow through enough so that we can actually experience making the best of any situation. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this is helpful. I love you. Matt O'Grady Coaching. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Matt O'Grady Podcast. The Living Gratitude Book.com. So today I'm really excited because it's often so much simpler than we think it is, the solutions to whatever it is we're going through are easier than we think they are, easier than uh, we allow them to be. And Abraham often does that really well for me. So in case you didn't read it, or regardless, it'll probably be helpful to tell you what the inspiration was for this show. This quote from Abraham that I received this morning, make the best of it. When you make the best of whatever you're focused upon, your future will be better than your now. If each moment you're making the best of what is, no matter what it is, you make the best of it, make the best of it, make the best of it, your future just gets better and better and better. Abraham. And I wrote, Making the Best of It, Matt, to livinggratitudebook.com, mattogreedycoaching.com. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's so simple, right? It sounds so ridiculously simple. Yet, the practicality of it is that so many of us are not practicing it or feeling like we're not uh, getting the benefits that we're going for because we're not seeing the results in our lives. 
And I thought we could talk about that for a moment first, because the real uh, kind of interesting piece to that is, let's say we're not making the best of it all the time, or as often as we'd like, right? So something comes up, and we're not so happy with what comes up. So what do we do? We complain. We kind of lash out, reach out, kind of uh, get upset, get frustrated, get angry, get uh, allow fear or doubt in. Oh, does that mean I'm not going to get what I want or not ever be happy? Or uh, what does that say about me? Does that say that I'm not good enough or I'm not... Uh, inspired enough or I'm not important enough, you know, it's so interesting where when we're not making the best of it, the directions we can go in can be the types of things that are extremely unhelpful. They are not helpful. So, for example, I've had a a, a physical situation for probably a few weeks now. And that's this kind of cough, cold, sore throat kind of thing that wants to come in and get me. You know, the weather's changing here in New York. We kind of we had some cold weather, and now it's been it's going to be 62 today. <laughs> so it's like back and forth. And as we all know, that type of weather can sometimes wreak havoc on uh, the body. And I've just been saying no just been saying no. I mean, I'm having my lemon tea right now. I just poured it, so I'll be drinking it with you here in this podcast. But I'm making the best of it. I really am with this cold that wants to get me, that I refuse to really allow in. I'm making the best of it. I'm I'm doing some healthy things for myself. I'm being more conscious of drinking more water and taking vitamins and herbs. and, And I'm just... Moving forward, do I have quite as much energy as I usually would or, you know, that kind of thing? Maybe not, but I definitely don't feel sick. I haven't taken any days off, per se. Um, I've just decided that I'm not going to let it come in. And and to me, that's making the best of it. So there's some physical reactions that are there. You may hear it in my voice. It was sounding a little nasally. But uh, the truth is, I'm making the best of it. I really am, and and I'm just focused on what I'm focused on, and it's been three weeks now, and I haven't gotten, like, a real cold. I've had some symptoms here or there, some days where I've noticed it, some days where I haven't even thought about it. I've just felt completely healthy. And that is because I've been making the best of it. You know, it's, it's really interesting how powerful this practice can be in our lives if we're just simply focused on what's going on and making the best of what's going on. So rather than complaining, rather than getting caught up in it, rather than uh, resisting it, getting angry or frustrated about it, just ask yourself, how can I make the best of this situation? And there's two kinds of ways of looking at it. Like right now in this present moment, how can you make the best of it? Because the present moment is always going to help us, right? Self-awareness is always going to help us. So if you're able to stop, pause, get grounded, 
take a look at the situation, analyze it with some compassion, with some love and kindness for yourself and any others that are involved, and then kind of see, okay, right now, how can I make the best of it in this very moment? And I have no doubt that self-awareness and compassion will always uh, be a wonderful beginning, a very fertile ground for things to uh, start getting better and better, as Abraham says. So if we remember to make the best of it in the moment, then we can be very confident that things are going to get better. Even though in the exact moment we may not be happy with what's going on, the truth is that we can make things better and better as time goes on. It's just it's just the reality of it. It's it's this really simple philosophy about getting things that you want, getting situations and experiences and um relationships, money, happiness. Complaining and getting frustrated is always taking you farther away from what you want. So if you're able to make the best of it, you're getting closer to what you want. And I know so for some people they feel like that's, well, that's giving in or passive or something like that. Not necessarily. If your goal, your your real intention is to receive that thing that you want, just because you choose not to be frustrated about it doesn't mean you're being passive. What it means is that you're aiming for alignment with what it is that you want. Now, if you choose to make the best of it, and that's kind of the mindset that you have around a certain experience, and you notice it, you're like, okay, I don't like that, but I'm going to make the best of it. And then you start to feel worse. That's an important time to, because if you're making the best of it, it makes you feel worse. You're not making the best of it, are you? You may think you are, and you may think that you're doing the right thing that you know, you heard about on some podcast or read in some book that this is the way to do it. But if you're feeling progressively worse, then that is your GPS system, your emotional GPS, which you can also hear so much more about uh, from Abraham. And I did a, a podcast on it, I think, a, a month or two ago. It's got uh, thousands of downloads, so I know it was well-received. Um, you can check that one out. Uh, but... I think I think that um, it's really important to also realize that just because you have the intention of making something feel better and, and making the best of it, if it's feeling worse as you then implement whatever plan it is, then maybe you need to step back and come up with a different strategy. And that's where some of these longer kind of opportunities come up. So um, just to kind of talk about some of them, you know, here's a quote from Albert Einstein that I came across in my research for today. If you do what you always did, 
you will get what you always got. Huh. Yeah. Thanks, Albert. That's the truth. Uh, so as you look at these, you know, it's it's really important to kind of notice, am I falling into that basket or am I doing something new and different that could help me? And I think this idea of making the best of it is definitely the type of thing that, that could could help. So one of the first things you can do if you try to make the best of it but it's not working, excuse me, having a little bit of my lemon ginger honey tea. See, I'm making the best of a little tiny bit of sore throat. I'm not denying it. I feel it. It's there. I'm not ignoring it. I'm, I'm accepting it and then making the best of it. Um, so what I recommend to my clients, uh, my coaching clients, is, is really be on this journey of getting to know thyself. Because if you're doing that, if you're plumbing the depths of who you really are, it's going to create all sorts of new opportunities for you to establish really helpful patterns and practices and exercises and techniques and just ways of going about your day. And whether you get into meditation or uh, any other sort of kind of direction uh, that you think is going to be helpful, you know, I, you know I'm kind of a, a yoga, qigong, uh, walking, hiking, meditating kind of guy. You know, those are, those are like my go-tos, uh, my daily practices that feel really good and, and uh, really helpful to my life. I bookend my day. I'm, I'm grateful when I wake up and I'm grateful before I go to sleep. And I'm often grateful for things that haven't even come into my life yet. And I find that those practices are really helpful. So I got to put these practices into place, mindfulness and self-awareness and meditation, through the the process of attempting to get to know who I am, getting to know what thoughts that I have, what feelings I have, what desires I have, what doing exercises like looking back on my life um, in my rocking chair, you know, at, at 95 years old and, and saying, hey, what do I want my life to have been about? What are the types of things that I want to say to people? What are the types of opportunities I want to experience? What are the the, the ways that I want to be generous. How do I want to be remembered? You know, as I'm sitting in that rocking chair on my porch, uh, hopefully with a delicious iced tea, looking out at the world, thinking back on kind of the, the, the yesterdays, the decades before, what do I want to see in my life? And that's been really helpful to me, that practice. Like putting myself, uh, wow, it's only 50 years ahead. <laughs> 50 years ahead. Because when I first started doing this practice, it was like 60 years ahead. Um, and and looking back on my life, and, and what do I want to have seen? You know, one of those was to become a dad. And, um, you know, as many of you on this podcast know how passionate I am about being a dad. And and so that's really helped inspire me to to aim at being a, a good dad and, and a loving dad and a compassionate dad and a dad who's there and communicates and, and you know I try to go for the things that I think 
I would want as a child and and uh you know what what's been helpful to me in life and and putting those things in place and it's been an amazing journey, you know, but it's all stemming from getting to know myself. I came up with a short list of things that that you can do um to help yourself with that. I already talked about living in the moment and being self-aware and choosing to make the best of it and kind of checking in if uh, making the best of it is making you feel worse. Really important to step back and kind of uh, implement some some practices that may be more helpful to kind of get you in the zone, get you more aligned, get you into the vortex, as, as Abraham would say, so that you can then move forward from that place of, of alignment from that place of being in the zone of being inspired, motivated, feeling good. Because when you're planting those seeds, it really, really helps. Um, and it, this week I was reading some of James Allen's work, uh, the author of As a Man Thinketh, if you're familiar with him, really great, great author. And As a Man Thinketh, I think is his most a popular book, but he's written other books that I've been diving into. One is The Eight Pillars of Prosperity and something else about heaven. I, I forget the title, but I've just been on YouTube over there checking it out and, and enjoying it. And uh, he's talking about planting the seed in love, a seed of love in everything you do. And so really been pondering that the last few days, even thought about doing a podcast, but this Abraham quote really jumped out at me. So I'm going to incorporate it here, but I might do a separate podcast on this. And that's the idea of implanting the seed of love in everything you do. And that may sound far-fetched or hokey or, you know, that kind of thing. What I really think he's talking about is certainly not a romantic love kind of thing or a passionate love kind of thing. It's 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 about compassion. It's about loving kindness. You know, it's about this goodwill and 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 kindness. You know, loving kindness really says it the best in a in a, a, a hyphenated two word phrase. And you can ask yourself, am I implanting the seeds of loving kindness around this? Am I thinking of myself with loving kindness? Am I thinking of others with loving kindness? Am I thinking of the situation overall with loving and kindness? You know, the, the individuals, the institutions, if you will, if, if there are such things involved. And am I being loving and kind to myself through this process? Am I, am I thinking loving, kind thoughts about this? And, and I understand that it may be a leap to, to actually put it into practice immediately, you know, boom, just like notice that they're not there and then start practicing that. However, if you notice they're not there and you're being tough on yourself or or kind of holding others to a standard that you think is appropriate and, and things aren't going well, you might want to just stop and focus some time and attention on loving kindness and, and how it could relate to that and just finding any way to consciously implement compassion, patience, peace. Because all of those kind of fall into the loving kindness. You know, if loving kindness is a little too out there or just doesn't vibrate 
well enough for you. You can attempt to simply add in these other attributes that may be more accessible, like kindness or compassion or peace or acceptance. And even if on that specific subject you can't do it, maybe you can add those things into your vibration by distracting yourself and focusing on other aspects of your life that you are really grateful for. And that, that's what I teach in my book and that's what I teach all my clients is that we can always direct our attention to other things that we are grateful for even if we can't be grateful for certain aspects of our lives because they're too intense, too, we feel scared or what, whatever the case is. You know, and, and coming back to the basics, I find, is also extremely helpful as well. Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have running water? Do you have food in your fridge? Do you have a car? Do you have a job? Do you have a family? Do you have a friend? You know, what is it that, that you have in your life that you can be grateful for? And putting your attention on that, because if we're always perseverating about what we don't have, we're just going to generate more opportunities to complain about what we don't have. And I've had a lot of people come to me recently, some clients, and they say, well, it's just this one subject, you know, just this one subject. Then as we dig deeper, you know, they, they say it's just their work, because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, and and then, you know what, the truth is, there's some tough relationships too. And, and there have been some tough prosperity times or, you know, even if it's not right now, you know, you start to see this pattern of not enough or, or not good enough or not the way I want it in the other areas of, of life too, maybe even overall, they're decent. They're still kind of planted throughout the other areas in our lives, um, these issues. And so it's important to kind of really flood the loving kindness, the peace, the the uh, patience, the acceptance, the faith into all areas of our lives, not just the trouble areas. And if we're having trouble working on the trouble, maybe it's time to step away from the trouble for even just a few minutes and begin to get grateful and appreciate something that you do have, like you have a mind to think, right? Because if you're listening to this podcast, you've got a brain, you've got a body, you've got breath. There's there's some things that you can be grateful for right off the start, you know? And then how does your body work? Are you able to walk? Are you able to talk? Are you able to see, hear, smell, taste, touch? You know, I teach the sense exercise all the time. It was taught to me by an amazing teacher, Frank Crescito, um, who's out of New Paltz, New York, and I worked with him for many years, and he blessed my life in many different ways. Uh, one of which is this sense grounding exercise, is, is what I've come to call it. And as I've done research in meditation, there's a very similar meditation called the warrior meditation, getting back to the samurai, and I'm sure even before that. But it's really about keeping your eyes open. It's also called a... a uh, open-eyed meditation, uh, as I've heard it called. So it's about getting yourself really into the body, really connected to how the body is working, 
really connected to how the senses are working in the present moment, connecting with the breath, and then kind of getting ourselves into a place of relaxed groundedness so then we can move through the rest of our lives with much more presence, consciousness, and wakefulness. And I find that that will always help the situation. Even if our emotions are running really wild on us, stopping and doing an exercise like that can just take such the pressure off. And literally, sometimes in 10 seconds, 30 seconds, 80% of the stress is falling away. You know, sometimes more. Sometimes it's instantaneous. I just kind of get into this intentive place. The intention is to release the stress, to, to get clear. You know, that's my hope. That's my wish. That's the, that's the intention is to really get connected to myself, to my being, get present, get conscious. And then allow life to flow from this more relaxed place. And life begins to look differently. It starts to shift and change and adjust and open. And where you weren't able to really focus on loving kindness previously, or patience or acceptance or compassion, now there's there's the opportunity. Now there's the the space to do just that. And uh, I was just talking with my best friend about it. And, you know, she's such an amazing human being. And, uh, you know, kind of sharing with her some of my thoughts on this and then getting the feedback from her. She just kind of worked through some of these areas in her own life and kind of following her intuition and, and planting seeds of, of kindness and goodness and how amazing it felt. And, and I think we can all do that. You know, it's this kind of really listening to that deep inner voice that's always trying to help us, always aiming to take us where we want to go, even when it doesn't seem like that's going to be the best path. And that's often because we're caught up in... Uh, this idea of how we've got to protect ourselves or stand up or, you know, something like that. And the truth is, we don't. The truth is, we can always make the best of it. We can always get grounded, get clear, become grateful for what we do have, kind of vibe that energy, kind of open ourselves to that way of thinking and feeling, and then become that, then inhabit that type of consciousness, that type of vibration and frequency that then takes us to everything that we want to experience more of. So I highly recommend it. If you haven't practiced many of the things I'm talking about here, I, I could not recommend it more. And I've been blessed with so many amazing teachers who have kind of walked me through these exercises and techniques and practices which have become a part of my life and have become part of who I am. And I believe very strongly that 
all these practices do is, is bring us closer to everything we want and, and brings us everything we want uh, on a really deep level. And it's not so much having to do with just material things or relationships. It's this knowing, this understanding that we're always in the right spot. And the opportunity is always there to grow and expand and love and, and be and breathe all of that in and, and just be there in the moment of, of life. Because every moment it's just ticking by, it's ticking by. And yes, we have, you know, billions, if not trillions of moments in our lives, right? But how many are we really there for? How many are we really vibrating what we truly want to be vibrating and, and allowing in what we truly want to be allowing in? So, well, with with all of that, I'm going to let you guys go and I hope you enjoyed this talk and making the best of it and realizing that your future just gets better and better. Simply make the best of it. So thanks so much, as always, for listening and downloading. Oh, and for those of you who have been calling in and, and I don't pick up the line because I'm so focused on kind of getting this podcast out and I don't usually schedule them, so I apologize. But please reach out to me at mattergridedcoaching.com and all the way on the right top of the nav bar is the contact button. Just hit that button and uh, shoot me a note. And uh, as many of you know, I'm, I'm happy to respond. I may not be able to respond within a day, but usually within a day or two, I've, I've got my responses out. And, and uh, it starts some really amazing conversations. So I hope you'll reach out and say hello and let me know what you think of the podcast, what you'd like to hear more of. And uh, let's just keep this thing rocking and rolling. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.